Hello, everybody. We are here for the week 13 recap, week 14 preview. I have with me my trusty co-host, David Frazier. Whoa, it's a big week, the week we've all been waiting for. It is a massive, massive week. Everyone is going to be holding on very tight uh, to their seats. It's going to be a crazy performance. Um, it's going to be a week that everybody's going to remember. It's going to break some hearts. It's going to um, make some people very, very happy. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, for some of you guys fighting for a, a playoff spot, your guys' Sunday this week is uh, is a good one. So uh, we got the waiver wire and we got some budget info to go over. Um, let's see. Let's go. Yeah, let's go here. Waiver wire. So Wednesday, we had some pickups. Uh, Evan McPherson gets dropped by Darian Ross, and he picks up Matt Prater, the kicker. Nothing to look at there. Titans defense for a dollar to the Wolfpack. Uh, we got Cam Newton ad uh, by the by Total Carnage. I guess that's what he's deciding to go with this week. That's a tough one. We'll see if he pans out though. Uh, KJ Osborne for five bucks goes to the Zumballers. Marching Shields get Mister Hurt himself, Sterling Shepard for a dollar. Panthers defense goes to the Poofs for four bucks as they get their defense for this week. Um, Jamichael Hasty, a great silent pickup from the Marching Shields for a dollar. You really like this one. You even talked about it before we hopped on. I about did. It. I did. Um, it's a great pickup because they were talking on um, Fantasy Radio that probably nobody picked him up on Wednesday, but he's going to be the hottest waiver wire pickup on Thursday because people didn't know that Mitchell not only has a concussion. Um, and he's in the protocol, but he's also got a knee injury, too, that might hold him out. So a great pitch, uh, pickup from the Marching Shields who need a win to get in the playoffs. Dontrell Hilliard goes for $6 to the Music City Miracles. And look who finds his way back on the Ducks. Cole Beasley, 4 bucks, 4 bucks well spent. And then Amon Ra, St. Brown, 5 bucks to the Ducks as well as he got the Lions their first victory with a big uh, last-second uh, catch for the Lions. So that's our waiver wire. Let's go over the budget info. Dante has a cool zero dollars to spend for his last matchup this week. Mahoney's homie six bucks, ten dollars for CJ, twenty-four for Porky, twelve for Muse, fourteen for Zumbel, twenty-four for the Poofs, ten dollars for the Ducks, twenty-five for Total Carnage, nine dollars for the Wolfpack, eight dollars for Darian, and twenty-two dollars for the Marching Shields. Any numbers glare out at you there, David? Clearly, Dante, you know, and he didn't perform well last week, only playing seven guys, but put up decent numbers for only playing seven guys. Agreed. Um, that's the biggest one that's glaring to me. Everybody else is kind of in that middle range. You know, all the playoff teams have enough to do damage if they need to in the playoffs. Um, obviously, Carnes with that high number of 25, and then you got myself and Porky. Uh, Porky, the historic frugal guy with his fab, doesn't spend it, doesn't pick anybody up. This year he spent a little bit of it, but is still sitting pretty at $24. Um, and then you got the last guy in the 20s at Shields and, and March at 22 So, you know, I think everybody's budgeted their money out pretty well uh, this year. Usually you have a couple guys sitting up in the 80s, 90s still. Mm -hmm. um, but I think people blowing their loads. I like it. I think you are right. I'll add, you know, the marching shields, you know, you've said it, but the glaring ones for me, if I'm, if I'm going to have to choose here, it is you, it is uh, Porky, it is Carnes, and it is the marching shields. Four playoff teams with 20-plus bucks left to spend. Um, it's nice to have. It's very, very nice to have. Um, you're going to need to make huge, massive pickups. Defenses are going to be hot commodities. 
um, for the old ad drop there. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a hell of a week. We will we're gonna get a little bit more into that. Let's get the recap first, and then we'll talk about playoff scenarios and and everything that has to do with that. But here's the recap from CJ and Porky. Sanders tried some miles for David while Tyler Lockett 
Rocket shows off its wheels in San Fran. The Dynamo the being the Poos this week? I said forget about it, Cub. Cheesy Poos, 89. Dynamos, 69. Ooh. Poof. R.I.P. Paul Walker. It was a battle for playoff seating as the Marching Shields take on the Abusement Park. This game wasn't close at all, Boom, as the Cowboys started the week off with 18 points. No, please, no, said the Marching Shields. Yes, Daddy, yes, says CJ, as his team is a healthy bunch of babies. George Kitty suck on a titty and gave me 350 as he scores 30 points. Yes. You were born in a van, Boom. You were born in a van. The fuck bus comes through with a touchdown again this week and has CJ thinking he might just subscribe to fuckbus.com. I like Big Taxi, Boom. It was too little too late for the tiny cock of the Marching Shields. Only comes 80 points and really doesn't satisfy the fantasy god's pussy. As a fantasy god to me, Boom, would be Aaron Andrews dressed in a Hufflepuff housekeeping outfit. The park sends the Marching Shields straight to Diagon Alley. Park 131, Shields 80. Diagon Alley. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Great job, boys. Great job. False advertisement, uh, but from Porky there, though, saying that Zumbel uh, gets himself into a playoff spot. Zumbel is not in a playoff spot yet, Porky, as much as we'd like to see him there. Um, he is not there yet, um, but overall, just funny as hell. Recap. We'll get one more regular season recap, and we're running out of podcasts for Adrian. It's almost coming to an end. Unbelievable performance. Yet again, they keep coming through. Mm-hmm. I personally loved the NFT references for Mahoney. Yes. He, he does want another gutter cat. I know he misses his black tat <laughs> gutter cat very much. But uh, just they just keep coming through. I just every week I'm like, I don't think they can replicate it. There's no way and yet they do it. It's it's an it's unbelievable. Their voices are starting to go though. Um, CJ was was losing his there, but it want, it makes me, you know, it gets me excited to talk about this. The standings. Right now, Porky is in the one seed, 11-2 record. He controls his own destiny. He texted that to me last night. I control my destiny. And, yes, he does. Total Carnage in the two spot, sitting with the most amount of points. It looks like he's going to win 100 bucks there. Um, with that, Porky, if he stays, will win 100 bucks too because there's uh, two different uh, cash prizes that we have. Number three, Brian Muse. Brian Muse is hoping for a Carnes loss and a Porky loss. Carnes is just hoping for a Porky loss so he can jump into that one seed if he gets the W. Four seed, CJ, five seed, Darian. 
Um, not much is going to change there. I've already looked through it. All that can happen is a Darien and CJ flop. Darien could take over that seed, that four seed from CJ, which is huge because some people forget about this. A tie. If a tie happens, it goes to the highest seed, the home team. So CJ and, Port and uh, Darien are going to be playing for seeding there. CJ and Darien are officially a week one playoff matchup. Nothing can change. Uh, history for the ages, CJ versus Darien. Uh, both 15-year members in this league. So it's going to be a fucking battle there. Uh, the Poos, they are in the sixth seed with a 6-7 and seven record. They need to win. They need to just win, and they don't have to worry about anything else. But if they don't win, they do need a Zumbel loss, and they'd like to see Mahoney lose too. Um, or the Marching Shields. They would really love to see the Marching Shields lose. But just win, David. Just win. Um, as far as Marching Shields go, they really need to win even more than the Poofs. If they win their game, they are also in. If they lose, they need Zumbel to lose, and they need Mahoney to lose, and they need my dad to not win uh, by 69 points against them. Zumbel, as I've said before, if he wins and the Cheesy Poofs or the Marching Shields lose, Zumbel finds his way into a playoff spot some way, somehow. He might make it with a six and seven, six seven and one record if he gets it. Mahoney, Mahoney, yes, has a chance. He needs to win. He needs Zumbel to lose. He also needs either the Poofs or the Marching Shields, preferably the Marching Shields, to lose as well. If the Poofs did lose, it's still gonna be tough because he's got the points on him. But he would love to see Marching Shields and Zumbel lose because then he would find his way into the playoffs. And then my dad, as I stated this in text message form already, he needs a lot of help. He's got a 1% chance of making the playoffs. He needs to win. He needs to beat uh, Marching Shields by 69 points. He needs Mahoney to lose. He needs Zumbel to lose. Um, if he gets that, he will be in the playoffs. But winning by 69 points has only happened two times this season um, for certain people. So points four, I love that you pulled this up, David. Let's take a look here. 1469. Carnes is going to walk away with that one for top total points. Number two is Muse, 1395. Porky's at three with 1342. CJ's at four with 1268. Uh, Darian at five with 1255. Me in 11th place in six with uh, 1212. Uh, you got David in seventh with 1203. You got eighth place Mahoney with 1178. And then the list goes on, Marching Shields and Wolfpack with the 1160, uh, 1178 to the 1110. And then we got Dante at the bottom, not crossing the 1100 threshold yet with 1048. Do me a favor. I just want to go over the top three with point uh, points against. I always find it to be very intriguing. Right now, Dante has 1,429 points scored against him at one. Two is going to be my, uh, myself at 1374, which is clearly why I'm where I'm at. And this is my favorite stat. Number three, Brian Muse, 1267, and the man is 10 and three. He has the third most points scored against him, and it doesn't even matter. He's still in the top three. Lowest points against them, uh, you got Porky with 1056, the Abusement Park with 1128, and Darian with 1183. So, covers that whole performance there. Four-game losing streak right now for Darian. Not what, what, what he likes to see going into a playoff spot. 
um, or going into a playoff week. Then you got a six-game losing streak from Dante, and we got a three-game winning streak for Porky when he needs it the most. Um, so those are your playoff scenarios there uh, and your standings as far as that goes. It's going to be a hell of a week. Like I said, I know everybody is about to be freaking the fuck out. I know how it is for that last week. Um, March did not get to send in his predictions yet. He will send those off. We'll go over them next week. But let's go ahead and go into this first matchup for week 14. Uh, David, go ahead and leave this one off for me. This is a big one. It's playoff hopes for me. It's it's the poofs going up against the Ducks. And what worries me about this game is what we just went over. You know, your team is the big outlier as far as points against go and where you fall in the standings. Your team should be around 500. You should be around the playoff hunt, in my opinion, based on your points for. And that's why a 2-10-1 record really worries me um, because you, your team scores. And they can have a week where you put up 120. You can have a week where you put up 60. I don't really know what the Ducks are going to do here. But I like my team. Um, I, you know, got to have a couple players play that need to, that need to be out there on the field. Mm-hmm. But I think my team's put together. I think they're ready. Um, they're they're relatively healthy. You know, assuming Dalvin can come back at some point in the next week or two. Uh, so I like my chances if I can get into the playoffs. But I got to beat you this week. So I got to take myself. We got a ninety-six to eighty-six um, projection right now in favor of David. Let's talk about the players. Tomorrow is a massive night. Kirk Cousins and Pat Fryermuth, and then on my side I have Najee Harris. So just an absolute massive Thursday night football. Adam Thielen not in my lineup; he is injured, so a massive, uh, massive gain there for David. He doesn't have to worry about Thielen vulturing some touchdowns from Cousins, so he'll take that going into this matchup. Rodgers, Najee Harris, James Robinson, feeling good about it. Cortland Sutton. He's been absolutely shit since the Cheesy Poofs have traded him over to the Ducks. Does he get his revenge here? Does he do it? Cole Beasley finds his way into the starting lineup with Hunter Renfro. Amon Ross St. Brown, a Detroit receiver, comes in against the Broncos D. I love the Broncos defense against Detroit at home. Uh, That's a scary little thing there for David. But on the other side... I mean, Joe Mixon, we'll see what he can do. He's been an absolute beast. You get Chubba Hubbard. What a pickup that is turning out to potentially be here. We'll get to see what he is coming off a bye. Tyler Lockett, DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney are your wide receivers. Uh, Tight end, we got Pat Fryermuth. Jarvis Landry's in the flex right now. We'll see if he finds his way out of there. Matt Gay and Panthers defense um, against Atlanta at home. So, it's going to be a big game. Once again, playoff implications. David wins. He's in. If I lose and Dante wins, I'm in the fucking goddamn toilet bowl. Um, if he loses, it's it's scary scary news for David the rest of the day. Uh, the next matchup, the Zumballers, 5-7-1. Playoff life is on the line against Dante's poop team. 92-77 projection right now. Um if if I'm uh, if right now if I am uh, David I am really 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 rooting for the uh, rooting for Dante to win this game, uh, but I don't even know if he has a full team to play yet. No defense. So, no defense in a game that everybody wants Dante to get a victory in. He's got no defense playing for him. And all in all, David or Dante, he's on that six-game losing streak. So going into this matchup, why don't you talk about Zumbel's team a little bit here? 
Yeah, I mean, you got to like Justin Herbert, man. Mm-hmm. The guy's been playing what we all thought he would should be doing all season. He's finally doing it. He's playing great. And then to pair that, doesn't he have... Where is he? Is he hurt? Keenan Allen. Yeah, he's uh, COVID. What a big loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, big pickup with K.J. Osborne, especially, like you said, with Thielen out. I think that'll be a good pickup. Kirk Cousins has been playing a lot better as of Agreed. late. Agreed. Uh, Mark Andrews is always tough. Tyreek Hill. Josh Jacobs um, might have another kid soon, but uh, he still might score some points in fantasy. Mm-hmm. So you got to like that. I really like it. It's a solid team. Steelers D tomorrow, another big Thursday night game for Zumbel. I mean, he gets performances out of Greg Joseph, Steelers D, and KJ Osborne. This mean this could be over early. And then looking at, at uh, Dante's team, like I said, no defense this week. Uh, Dolphins are on by. He's got some question marks in the lineup. I mean, his his team's beat up. No budget uh, budgets left. I really need you to win Dante, but I have to pick Zumbel. I think his team's better. Yeah, um, I'm. You know, we we didn't really talk about. We forgot, I guess, we, to give our prediction for the last matchup. But I took. I'm taking David to win that game, and you're taking yourself. I'm guessing as well. Got to take myself. Yes, I think so too. But I'm taking Zumbel to win this game. Dante's uh, gonna f- go in the toilet bowl. I will say, I think this game is still even without a defense. I still think it's gonna be a battle. Um, I I really do. I do like a few of the things that. Dante has working. Um, maybe Kareem Hunt finds his way into the lineup for Latavius Murray. Maybe a couple changes are on the way for Dante, or maybe he just doesn't give a shit anymore. So um, I think Kamara and Jack- Lamar Jackson are going to have big weeks, but I don't know if it's going to be enough. Uh, I got Zumbel winning this game. The next matchup, another huge one. The Marching Shields. Win, and they're in. Just worry about winning Marching Shields, because if you lose, there is a... Pretty solid chance you're not getting in the playoffs with that 6-8 and eight record, but it's still possible. And then my dad, he needs to win by 69. Needs 69 points to uh, – needs to win by 69 to get in the playoffs. With these projections at a 94-80 to 80 right now in favor of Marching Shields, it's not looking good. Marching Shields right now in their lineup have Patrick Mahomes, James Conner, Jamal Williams. He's uh, I think he's going to have a big week potentially. Um, against Denver, I know that's crazy to say, but some's tell me it's going to happen. Justin Jefferson, uh, big matchup Thursday night football. Christian Kirk, Brandon Ayuk, Kyle Pitts, Dante Foreman, Packers defense against Chicago, and Justin Tucker. And then on the other side for the garbage Wolfpack, it is Matthew Stafford, Antonio Gibson, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon's coming back. Why have two Broncos in your lineup? Terrible. Jerry Judy. Is going to be in the lineup. Marvin Jones, Josh Reynolds. So we're going to see a lot of Denver, Detroit from the marching or from my dad here. We got Zach Ertz getting in the tight end spot. AJ Dillon playing with Aaron Jones coming back. Scary there. Titans defense against Jacksonville. That's a good one to have. And Ryan Suckup uh, will be the kicker for that game. So this this game's easy for me. I think the marching Shields win it. I think they get themselves into a, into the playoffs. I think they're going to be really, really happy about it, and I'm excited for them. Marching Shields officially eliminate our champion. I hate it, man. Such good matchups for guys that I absolutely need to lose in Zumbel and Shields. Like, their matchups are amazing. Mm-hmm. I would love to have either of them to, over you, to be honest with you. Um, I have to take Marching Shields. I think their team is better. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I think, is going to just absolutely eat. He's going to have out of a buffet line tomorrow night, man. He's just so fun to watch Justin Jefferson play. Patty Mahomes, and that really might be all he needs. Yeah. You know, your dad's in a tough spot. There's no chance he wins by that much or even wins at all. Um, Wolfpack, you had a good season last year, but 
This looks like it might be the end of your road. Yeah, yeah. But he's got himself a title, and that's what matters. You know, he's got a three-year window. He's gonna get. He's gotta get back into the running next year, and you know he will. Uh, go ahead and go over this next one. Oh baby, the por- the Porky's team fourth round. Brennan, take it on, <laughs> Mahoney's homies. Um, I gotta take Porky in this game. You know, Dak Prescott, Mike Evans, best receiver in the league, Cooper Cup. DeAndre Hopkins is back and healthy. His team is good, man. And Mahoney, he's done unbelievable things with what has happened to mm-hmm. him this season. Like, yes, dude, has. props to you, man. To have a 5-8 and eight team and have a chance to make the playoffs with the amount of knees go down for you this year <laughs> is remarkable. Uh, the fact that your team is even in this position, like I said, is crazy. Your team is just not quite there. you got a lot of injuries, it looks like, right now. Mike Williams isn't going to play. Yeah, he's officially out with COVID. That's huge. He's uh, missing a wide receiver, a tight end, and a defense right now, and he doesn't have a lot of money to make those pickups, I don't believe. He sure doesn't, so i gotta, I got to take Porky. Fourth rounders. Yeah, yeah. Porky said it best. He controls his own destiny. He controls it. Uh, right now projected for an 84-63 win, but once again, Mahoney doesn't have all those players in. Uh, Porky's still going to be experimenting with Mike Davis. He's not going to have Jonathan Taylor, who's on a bye, which is massive. Huge. Um, but I, Rex Burkhead and Mike Davis just thrown together yeah, with Rex, if I've ever seen it. That's tough. Rex Burkhead, he's a, he's a Porky guy for sure, though. No doubt. Yeah, so Dak Prescott, Mike Davis, Rex Burkhead. Um, Mike Evans, Cooper Cup, Michael Gallup, Jared Cook, DeAndre Hopkins. I'm saying a lot of those players' names because I, that's enough to get the job done still. It's it's completely fine. Mahoney, like David said, hats off to you. Your season's going to end, unfortunately, this week. Uh, you did a great thing by beating Carnes. We're all happy about it. We're all, you know, it's exactly what we all wanted. You should be getting some prize money for that. Maybe Porky will gift you a little bit, maybe pay for a little bit of that league fee after getting you that one seed, possibly. Uh, but you are going to lose this game. Porky is going to win, going to third or going to twelve and two. Unbelievable season um, from Porky. So next matchup: Total Carnage versus the Abusement Park. CJ needs to make a statement here. Got to make a statement. Got to win this game against Carnes. Got to send Carnes to the ten and four record and let Muse hop up in that two spot. It's it's going to be a game. These are two high scoring powerhouse teams. Quarterback right now, Cam Newton versus Kyler Murray. Um, Cam Newton on the total carnage side. Austin Eckler, Alexander Madison's been an absolute beast with Dalvin Cook being out. Chris Godwin, Deontay Johnson, Marquise Brown, Travis Kelsey did not have a Travis uh, Kelsey-like season this year. He just did not. Debo Samuel, questionable. I do not think he will play. Who does Carnes have on his bench right now, if you don't mind scrolling down? He's got Melvin Gordon, who's actually uh, – it was actually said that he's probably coming back. Jalen Hurts on a bye. Ramondre Stevenson on a bye. Yeah, not, nothing really to work with as far as maybe getting a flex in there. So not not the best of team that, that Carnes could be putting out this week. Uh, and then on the other side, you got CJ. He's got Murray. He's got Allaire. He's got Fournette. Cooper, Boyd, Van Jefferson, who continues to perform. George Kittle. Man, he's been a fucking beast ever since he's come back from his injury. Um, you got Elijah Mitchell in the flex, who I don't know if he's going to play or not yet. Cowboys D and Nick Folk. And then on the, the bench on that side, there's some to work with. Not a whole lot. Rashad Bateman might find his way into the lineup. CJ needs to go ahead and get himself a kicker. I'm going to take I'm gonna take Carnes to win this game, unfortunately. Um but I, I don't think he finds his way into the one seed because I think I think Porky's going to go ahead and, and, and beat um, Mahoney in that game. So Carnes over CJ this game. Yeah, I agree. I think Carnes' team is just better. Um, he's got deeper receivers. 
deeper running backs. Uh, he's not dealing with any buy issues or anything like that at all. Um, he really wants Jalen Hurts to get back and get healthy. Yeah, he needs But to. his team's looking pretty good. I mean, if you're Carnes, you're happy, even if if he gets a two-seed, you know, one or the two-seed. It's a, it's a good season for Carnes. And I know he's over there in San Diego fucking smiling ear to ear, talking shit, <laughs> just being Carnes. Go ahead and finish it off with this last one. Music City Miracles taking on Darian Ross. Does Darian keep sliding? Maybe he loses six in a row and still finds his way into the playoff spot. Could happen. Uh, or is it four in a row? Whatever it is. Yeah, it's good. Muse, uh, it's hard to pick against his team. Aaron Jones is back. He's ready to go. Stefan Diggs, C.T. Lamb. Jamar Chase has been a little down lately, mm-hmm. you know, but I think he could pick it up this week against San Fran. Um, you know, Cordero Patterson, he's got a deep team. Muse has been happy all season. He's stayed relatively healthy. And then you look at the other side to Darian's team. It's hard to pick you right now, man. Your mm-hmm. team hasn't played very well. They've been really roller coastery. Uh, at least you got Nick Chubb and Zeke playing for you, uh, but I gotta take Music City Miracles. I think they move to eleven and three, which puts all the more pressure on Carnes to win that game. Um, if CJ can take care of business, Carnes, you might move to the three spot. Yeah, yeah, I think Muse is definitely gonna go ahead and win this one. Darian's on a landslide right now, and you you want to be hot going into the playoffs, but also sometimes it pans out. You know, your team all of a sudden gets hot at the right time when they've been playing terrible. So it could happen for you. Um, but I do think Muse is going to beat you. I think he's got the better overall team this week. I think Jamar Chase, that struggle has been real, but I think it's uh, going to tail off here. I think he's going to be just fine. You need Zeke to be better over there, Darian. Nick Chubb, nice having him in your lineup. You need DK Metcalf to step the hell up now. Um, and then, you know, you just got a lot of Dallas players, and if Dallas doesn't play well, then you're not having a good fantasy week. I think CJ's liking that he's running into Darian for round one. I really do. Um, because of this landslide, but you know, Darian's in a playoff spot, and Darian's much happier than the five guys that aren't going to be be in it. So, all in all, Darian finds his way to a seven and seven record, and Muse is going to win, going to eleven and three, and that closes it out. It really does. It's it's a very short podcast this week. We got a lot. We got an hour podcast for you guys next week. For our week one, or I guess we could say it, week one, our, our playoff week one battle. Seven teams will be in the playoffs. We'll have our famous segment that everybody loves and I've heard a lot of people talk about, what went wrong. So we'll talk about those five teams and what went wrong for those five teams that did not make the playoffs. And David is hoping not to somehow find his way on that list. Um, but any final thoughts, David? Man, just good luck to everybody mm-hmm. in this week. Mikey, if you wouldn't mind, just lay down. You know, just maybe yeah. bench, rest your team. Rest them up. Dante's going to lose anyway, so you don't have to worry about the toilet. Yeah, i got to worry about the Constellation bracket. No, yeah, worry about that. Rest them up for the Constellation bracket. That's a big one. Just make sure they're healthy, you know, and playing them is you just could wear them down. So just think about that tonight and this weekend. But uh, good luck to everybody. I have one final thought, and it's because I heard the dumbest thing of all time today. And if I could find it and send it to you guys, I would. Fantasy football podcast I'm listening to today, and it's obviously, well, it's, I guess it's SiriusXM Radio, so it's live, and they're having these conversations with people. A guy calls in, he says he's like the commissioner of his league like 40 times. Like, like he's like trying to say he's the president of the United States, essentially, and these guys don't give a fuck whatsoever. He keeps going and going, he's talking about his league and all that it's about and all this different stuff. Then he says something, and the two guys that are on this on this uh, on the radio show just tear him apart. He says that he has a constellation bracket for four teams, 
in the first round that don't make the playoffs. The winner of each of those games, he has a six playoffs in a 12-team league right now. The winner of those two games in the Constellation bracket will go into the playoffs. An absolute terrible rule. He says that the leagues, are, the league members are bitching about it, and he wanted to ask if he thought that they should be bitching about it, essentially. David, I have to ask you really quick. Is that not the dumbest shit you've ever heard in your life? It makes no sense. Constellation bracket winner. Two winners get in. You could have a 3-11 and 11 record and get into the playoffs. <laughs> Dude, that's terrible. Yeah. That's, that guy's an idiot. It was insane, boys. It was insane. But like I said, hang on to your fucking lug nuts because the playoffs, they're coming for you. Week 14. Good luck to you, boys.